Coordinates Found, the Outdoor Parent Podcast. Hi, it's Jelaine, your host of the Outdoor Parent Podcast. Today, we're talking about kick sledding. We talk with Rihanna, a mom from Minnesota, about how she uses kick sledding in her family's life. I hope you enjoy. My name is Rihanna Halverson. I live in Minnesota. I have four beautiful children who are my joy and how I spend my days. We educate at home and I have an age range from three to 13. And one of our big focuses for our homeschool is spending time outdoors. And I've been married for almost 14 years. Uh, My husband is an artist by trade and a sign maker by profession. So we do um, a lot of, uh, a lot of work is involved in our our daily life too, but uh, my passion definitely lies in teaching my children and being outdoors. Let's talk a few minutes about how you got started on kick sledding because it is kind of a rare thing. So why don't you walk me through how you heard about it and how you got started doing that with your family? Okay. I I love children's books. Uh, My husband is 100% Norwegian and I have a lot of Scandinavian in my background. So I've, I've always had quite a few Scandinavian children's books in my library and I believe it was an Astrid Lindgren book that had a picture of kids kick sledding and I thought that looks really fun and cool and why don't we have any around here and it had always kind of been tucked in the back of my mind and then when my daughter my oldest daughter was very young so she was probably I don't know two or three so we're talking 10 years ago we went to a local Swedish museum art institute for a, a Christmas celebration and they had kick sleds there And I thought to myself, that's exactly the thing from the Astrid Lindgren storybook. And of course, I had to try it. And it was a really, really cold night. Not many people were dressed for the weather at all. And (laughs) I I think I was because I remember spending a lot of time out there just kind of kicking around their courtyard. And I thought, yep, this is my new thing. I I definitely want to kick sled. And I couldn't find anywhere that sells them locally because they're all manufactured not in the United States, you know, Scandinavian countries. So I just kind of like leisurely started looking on Craigslist thinking maybe I could find one uh, somehow, somewhere. And it honestly took me probably two or three years before I found one. And every once in a while they would pop up and they would be more antiques, like someone had you know, used it as a display piece or it was really rickety and wasn't meant to be used. Um, And they were always crazy expensive, like way more than I was wanting to spend on what I thought was just a really cool outdoor sled. So I bought my first kick sled probably, yeah, just a couple years ago, three or four years ago. um, And I found it on Craigslist and my family thought I was nuts because I drove an hour and a half, you know, to pick it up an hour and a half back. But it was really neat. I bought it from an older couple and her brother had been stationed in the military in Norway and he had brought it home with him in the 40s and given it to her and her siblings and she said it had always been in their family and she tried to kind of you know give it to her kids or pass it along to grandkids and she said nobody's wanted to store it no one was interested in it and 
um, it's in pristine condition. It's, she said she remembers using it as a little girl, but she said, I don't think anyone has used it since I was a kid. So yeah, it was a three hour round trip to get my first kick sled. And it's, it's, I mean, it's a vintage one. It's nothing like the new ones, but I was thrilled and I started kick sledding almost every day, <laughs> almost every day just by myself. And then I got my kids kind of hooked on it. They would ride with me and I had a baby at the time and I would tie his sled, his little wooden runner sled to the back of my kick sled and I would go down our little road and I would take these paths in the woods and he spent a, a good amount of time just kind of being pulled behind my kick sled because it was great exercise. It is. I love that story. There's so much background that it's almost better than a new kick sled because you have such a cool <laughs> story that way. Oh, I love that. We have new ones. We don't have any cool. Actually, we did find an antique one on Facebook Marketplace, and I couldn't pass it up. And it is rickety, like you're saying. It's not for everyday use, but I'm like, oh, it has so much character. It's not the one we use every day, but it's there. It's just cool to have. <laughs> I have a second one. I have a smaller one, more of a child size one. Um, and I had, you know, kind of put the word out to my friends and, you know, on Facebook, like, hey, I'm looking for another one or two. And um, a friend sent me a, a link to, I think it was a Facebook marketplace listing. And she said, is this one of those sled things you're looking for? And so I went and bought my second one very similarly to how I bought my first one. Luckily, it was only about a 15 minutes down the road. But I bought a, a second one, a child size, smaller, um, and it came with the snow runners. And I was curious on the backstory and the woman I bought it from had a big horse farm and, and she said, honestly, I have no idea where it came from. She said, it's been in my barn forever. She thought it might've belonged to her parents. Um, and she was, was going to try to use it. She said she was like kind of phasing out of riding horses and wanted to try skajoring with her dog. And she said when she got it out of the barn and dusted it off, she realized it was a little bit too small for her to, to use, um, so that's my second kick sled, and that's also a very old one that um, probably came several generations ago. So I've, I've not, I do not own any new ones. Mine are all uh, of different eras, but still in really great condition. They last a really long time, honestly, even when they're rickety, because you have just good quality wood and metal is what it is. And I like, I like history a lot, so the older ones definitely have my attention <laughs> yeah they're really, I think they're kind of works of art they're you know you don't see them exactly see them they, they're pretty to look at too and like you said it, it just has more character more artistic about it that way not something that's mass produced that has no story behind it <laughs> over it slightly but describe an ideal day uh that you would use a kick sled with your family what would you experience what would you do how do you use it on a day-to-day -day basis um i use mine almost every day we have um, a few outside animals so a lot i keep my kick sled in the garage and then I, I usually take it down a little hill and kind of kick myself out to where my chickens are um so I, I use mine fairly often just to do chores. And once I'm out there, I, I usually have a little basket strapped to the seat. And if I've got time, I try to, you know, take a couple loops on our trails just for some exercise. And my kids usually do the same thing. It's a kind of a neat way to carry some supplies down to the chicken coop or bring a basket of eggs back up. 
Um, but we have some friends that have gotten into kick sledding too. And those are probably some of my favorite days when we get together with friends that also have kick sleds because we get a few more kids and um, we live really close to a big park reserve that has multi-use trails. So we'll take our kick sleds um, where we usually put on at least a half a mile, a mile or more um, kind of through the woods and there's a little hill. The kids have ridden down it at probably dangerous speeds. And my good friend has a husky that she's training to pull her sled. And that's a blast because you, you get a lot more speed and the kids take turns, you know, who's going to go behind the dog and who's going to just kick on their own. But um, so that's, I, I use mine almost every day for my chores around my yard. And um, on extra fun days, we pile them in my truck and drive down the road to the park reserve and hit the trails with some friends. And that's a lot of fun. We have a homeschool group and we've inspired a few more people to start thinking about getting one um, so we can have a few more in our in our parcel of kick sleds. I think right now we have four or five between two families. It is a little contagious because once people understand what it is, they're like, oh, this is actually really fun. And then you just have to find one, <laughs> which is the harder part. There's a company in Minnesota, and I learned of them as I was kind of shopping for my second one. Um, they import the kick sleds here to Minnesota and then sell them. Um, but they've sold them to a few nature centers in our county park system. So I think there's two, if not three, nature centers now that have a, a decent-sized fleet of kick sleds that you can reserve and you know take out on the ice or take out on the trails. So it's kind of fun to see the sport growing that way, too. That's a really good idea. So if someone wants to try it and they want to visit Minnesota, that is a... Good, easy, easy way to experience it. I think that there is a company that sells uh, that we bought our kick sleds from in Door County in Wisconsin. And I believe that there is one park that there is some kick sleds at too. So hopefully more parks catch on to it because that would be much more accessible for everybody just to try it on a day experience like that. Right, yeah. And especially if you don't have room to store it. Or I know some people don't have, I mean, some of the older kick sleds, especially the runners are really long mm -hmm. and they're not transportable in a vehicle. So I think some of the newer ones have much shorter runners. And But even then you have to have some trunk space or some open space in your vehicle. So it's neat that you could go somewhere without having to own it and figure out a way to transport it to be able to use it on the trails or on a lake. And you did mention you have like a little bit of trails around by your house. You mentioned that there's the park type area, but do you make any types of trails on your property or do you go just in the driveway? You said the kids like to kick around a little bit too. Um, yeah, I, I, I groom trails on our property. We have a have some equipment. So I usually take my four-wheeler, um, has a plow. Sometimes if the snow is super deep, I, I plow the path first and then I have a, a big ice fishing toboggan um, that I weigh down so I put some weight into the back of it and so then I can groom a trail that we can ski on uh, snowshoe or use the kick sled um, so and luckily my neighbors also do a similar trail so I'm lucky I can kind of jog through the woods from my trails to their groomed trails so we have a, a little loop um, between the two properties uh, mine and my neighbors um, but then on certain days, if it's, you know, if it's icy enough and the plow hasn't come into our neighborhood, we are able to use it on the road. But a lot of that depends on, is the snow really crisp? Is it soft? And 
we have one sled that has only ice runners and we have another one that has the snow runners. So sometimes you're kind of, you know, rolling the dice. Which one of these can I use out on the road? Yes. Yeah. Our old antique one I mentioned, that one has the ice runners and we live on a lake. So that is really fun to do on just the ice, but it is a little harder to use on any fluffier snow. So if you have like an icy road, that would be good. But I understand you you need the conditions are a little bit different for each of the runners. <laughs> yeah, and the snow has to be fairly packed down. And I mean, I, my kids, when we first got them, you know, they would dry, would kind of take them out into the backyard in this deep snow. And I said, you guys, might, that might not go the way you're thinking it's going to go. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, they, they like had two kicks and the snow was, you know, almost up to their knees. And this is not fun, mom. I said, let me make you trail. <laughs> and, you know, they'll show you what it, you know, what you can do. And and then they got it. So yeah, it is one of those things you have to be a little bit aware of the weather. But I found that at the park reserve we go to, the multi-use trails are usually packed down well enough from some other foot traffic that um, we've had pretty good luck going um, to to that park reserve with with the multi-use trails. Perfect. And it is it is nice to have something different to do in winter. We actually do groom a little bit of trails by us too. So I think it's funny that you do the same thing because I haven't met anyone else who does that. (laughs) The crazy winter, winter people, you have to groom your own trails because you got to get outside because the kids go crazy when they're stuck inside all winter. (laughs) The winters are long and I don't know your take on this, but I've never loved the gym. I've always had, I grew up with horses and, and I've always had enough outdoor work to do that felt physical enough to me where it was like, why would I, you know, why would I pay to go do work that really is like waiting for me out here, you know, lifting some hay or lifting some heavy buckets. And so being able to have the trails, like can I do my chores and then go kick around and I don't know, being outdoors is a much more enjoyable time for me than I've never been a gym person. So it's a good way to get a workout in outdoors. And for the most part, you can usually get a kid or two to tag along with you to sit down on the seat or, you know, I've had my, some of my kids like to stand right in front of me on the runners. And so that adds some extra weight to it too. And they think it's fun. I agree. When you can multitask, multi-use, uh, <laughs> so you don't have to leave the kids behind and go to the gym, like you're saying, they can come with and you get to be outside and you actually, I don't know, you're doing something more beneficial than just going to the gym. Mm-hmm. So I agree completely on that. And we just tried, I don't know why I had never thought of it, but having a kid stand on the runners in front, we had just tried that the other day and they thought that was the funnest thing ever. Like, Oh, because they would always sit in the chair in the front. I'm like, no, we can stand together. So we have to do that more often, too. So now I can actually, I mean, I can fit a taller kid standing and a shorter kid sitting, and I can get all three of us on one. (laughs) I don't know if yours came with this or you've seen this, but some of the the newer ones, they actually have like a child bar, you know, so your child could be a little bit more safe from sliding off of it and some of them almost look like a little car seat type thing that you could not put a brand new baby but um you know a smaller toddler i thought those were kind of neat mine is um i just used to tie my kid on there with a scarf but (laughs) i think i only have one more question for you and i have seen those we don't have those attachments either but i've seen those and i think that would be really handy for someone with younger kids if you can get your hands on it 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 can make it a little easier and you get outside more, then it's all the all the more worth it. I guess it's a multi-part question. How has kick sledding 
helped or improved your family life? And then why do you love it? And why do the kids love it? So basically the benefits of kick sledding for you personally. Okay. Um, for me, the, the winters can feel very long. So having something new to do in the winter has been a lot of fun. Um, I think I mentioned before the exercise piece of it, just being able to um, you know, jump on and kick around for you know, even 15, 20 minutes. You can really get your heart rate up. And I usually come in sweating. Um, and I appreciate that it's something you can just get on with your normal boots on. You don't have to put cross-country ski boots on. Um, we've also enjoyed that we don't have to go anywhere to do it. Um, my kids are big downhill skiers and we love that and we do that often but on those days when we're not skiing it's nice to just you know hop into the backyard and get a little fresh air and a little exercise. Um, my kids like when they can go fast on it which is not always its intended <laughs> purpose um, and they they have a pretty high threshold for adventure so they love like taking it down a hill or getting going really fast on the ice um, I don't know, that's not necessarily my favorite part of it. I love just kind of tooling through the woods and being able to be out on the trails. And um, I think it's just a fun way to get along and it kind of feels nostalgic. And maybe it's my Scandinavian heritage, but it just seems like something people would have, you know, done here in Minnesota 100 years ago or something. And I don't know, it's just a fun thing to do in the winter. 